should your house be in the holiday spirit? Do I decorate or do I not? How to stage your house, marketability. And that's why a lot of people, when they try to sell their house, they have absolutely no idea what they're doing and you can feel the fizzbo, man. They tell me they didn't want to put an offer. I was like, why? Then he says, well, you have to come out back. And I was like, oh, for God's sake. That's incredible. But my people did not find it to be incredible. They found it to be creepy. This is a good conversation to have both for realtors and for consumers. There's a difference between it smelling like you're trying to hide something they, and actually smelling inviting. If it smells too good to be true, a lot of times it is. Can you sell your house over the holidays? Yes. Who did you call? Ghostbusters. Your trusty realtor. All right. Welcome back to Millennia. Welcome back to Millennia. So what are we talking about today? Uh, well, we're talking about if your house should be in the holiday spirit. But if anybody's watching the video on YouTube and you're wondering why everything looks different and this is not our Trailside Bliss location. That's right. <laughs> we're not there. We're not going to be there for the next few episodes. So that got rented out. Did we ever talk about what where we record? I think we talked about being in an Airbnb, but I don't think we actually talked about the setup. We actually handle Airbnb management through another company. We have our location with the brick and everything like that is usually available, but someone came in, I think they rented it for 35 days all the way through the new year. So I mean, good for them. I mean, it's up to be able to rent. So we are actually at my personal home and I don't but know. I kind of like it. Coffee here. Yeah. You get coffee <laughs> with a, with a Santa mug. I actually kind of <laughs> like the location better because I don't have to drive anywhere. No, oh, that's nice. My 45 minute drive is nothing. That's fine. You're a realtor. You live in your car. Yes. It's just another appointment. But the thing so I like much. about this too is that I, as long as the bank doesn't come and take my house, I know I'll always have a place to podcast. True. So in our new location to possibly permanently, we are talking about should your house be in the holiday spirit? Meaning when you're listing your house in, you know, like November, December, should you be putting up Christmas decorations yep. or Hanukkah decorations, whatever it is that you celebrate and some pros and cons to that. So yeah, I think we're also going to talk a little bit about the uh, just just staging and getting your house. It's a good time to talk about that. There's a lot of people who are getting involved with the realtors, getting ready, deciding on when to sell. But there are certain people out there who have to sell during the holidays. And I've had many listings during the holidays. And that's usually a question that comes up. Do I decorate or do I not? Would you take us through the first couple points? Yeah, I mean, that's actually kind of what sparked this is conversation that we had at the listing appointment because we knew we were going to be listing in December. And it was like that weekend. And we kind of did this very quickly because the scenario that we had is we were getting ready to plan for the next coming months um, instead of timeline that way. But then they did see a house, they're moving to Jersey, they found a house they really liked and they got it. And they said, like, if this is the house that we get, like, then we need to like list now for confidentiality. We'll call them Monte Carlo and Donna. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> the most millennial names that we have. Yes. They asked, do we decorate room for Christmas? It was very last minute. I said, I would probably keep it to a minimum, but you know, we'll get more into how to stage your house, marketability. And then kind of like pros and cons to both of those and which okay. one we should lean towards. So first, going to start with what makes for a good showing experience for the buyer that's coming through your house. Yeah. Typically, you know, you want to make sure it's clean, free of smelly smells, mm -hmm. full of good smelly smells, depersonalized. So taking down anything that has like your family up. People want to see their own families in that house. You believe that? For the most part. I don't. I think it's like, listen, I've gone into houses where there's walls of... 
you can't even see the color of the paint because there's so many damn pictures up. That's kind of what I'm talking about. And yeah. you have like a really adorable like, you know, wedding photo that's on a wall. Like, all right, sure, keep it. But I mean, like, you've got your kids like third grade schoolwork that's yeah. up and stuff like that. I think that there's a curiosity with buyers who want to know who the seller is. And if you give them a little peek into who they are, I think it actually makes it a little more welcoming. At my old brokerage, I used to argue with people about because there were a lot of like older agents who had been in the business for a very long time. And like the standard practice was just take all the pictures out and like completely neutralize it because they felt it would be less welcoming because the family was kind of intruding on their vision of like their family being in it. I think it adds a little bit of personality. It's I think it falls in the same bucket as why a lot of Buyers agents like send buyer letters. It adds like a humanity to the transaction. But yeah, I've been in in listings and and houses where they're like, "What do you think?" There's like little frames that are like stuck to the wall with those commando strips. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, "Yeah, you gotta I get mean, rid of." I'd walls. rather have a picture in a frame than nothing in a frame, which yeah. I've also seen before. Yeah, because like, it'll well. feel. I think some in some architecture, some instances, it will feel like a model home. It'll feel stale. It'll feel like neutralized. And I think that sometimes you can still it, bring your personality into a home without having everything plastered on it. If I was listing my house, I don't know how I feel about. Because my house is plastered with pictures of Jackson. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if I'd want to have like, you know, people walking around. I get really weirded out by that. That's why my personal. That, and that's totally fine. And that's totally fine. But is there anything to argue to say that could border on the line of fair housing violations and picking it might. or not picking because of any race or religion or the other protected classes? It it could, and I would, anyone who's listening to this with a real estate license, they should talk to their broker, a disclaimer, but it's very hard to prove. I think it it's, you make up more ground with the marketability of the property. Yeah. In the aggregate, I think it's a better way to do business, but I'm sure there'll be realtors out there who argue with this. Too, and there's always yeah. going to be that one person who's going to might get like butthurt about something. Yeah. And be like, well, I only bop, 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 and then throw some kind of a like protected glass card and yeah, then and, all of a and sudden it's like, it, oh. It could. I mean, it definitely could. Anyone could sue for anything in this country, which is what makes it kind of great and not great at which the same time. Which makes us free land. Yeah, it makes us free, but uh, not free at the same time. So what's... I think um, we can agree on at least keeping a, a neutral tone, something to yeah, please the masses. Tone it down, which yeah. is going to be the theme when we talk about holiday decorations. Right? Yes. 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 That's kind of what's the conclusion that I came to. In an ideal world, yeah, that's what it's going to be is keep it, you know, minimal, um, eliminate big chunky furniture maximize your space to be able to show the space that you have but also how it can work mm -hmm. sometimes it's easy to do sometimes it's not so much and then like i said make it smell good and make it inviting when people come in keep it at a comfortable temperature like i understand that sometimes you might not be living there at the mm -hmm. time and that's so great for you love that for you makes it a lot easier for your showings yeah. too is that not having to interrupt your life so much but i understand people will be coming through and you know Take that Pico or electric bill for the month and still keep it like comfortable. It's it's part. I say best temperature is like a 67, 68 degree. It's part of the marketing. It's the temperature, mm -hmm. the way the place presents, the way it smells, the way the place looks outside. It's all a mix. And that's why a lot of people, when they try to sell their house, they have absolutely no idea what they're doing. And you can feel what they call a FISBO, which is for sale by owner. You can feel the FISBO, man, when you walk into <laughs> some of these houses. And I'm going to tell you right now, it's like, you know, nobody has really taken a lot of thought and keep in mind that listing agent, when they walk into that house, they, they also probably work with buyers. So they know what buyers are looking for. And certainly presenting the house in a, in a positive light, especially right now where the market is a little bit slower, there's less buyers out there. You really got to put your best foot forward. Yeah. And 
also just to the, you know, finding that balance between making it homey, but also not too personal to yourself. I had clients, we were going around a house that we saw a beautiful home. Like I was shocked when they said they did not want to submit an offer. It was really well-priced, completely within their budget, would not have had to do a single thing. The owner was actually there for it, which I don't always like, except he was super funny, super nice. I had lived there with his wife, like their the whole marriage of some like 50, 60 years, really wholesome. And so when they, I was like, this is the home run and we were great with him. And we, I was like, you know, now when this comes across, you pick our offer. Yeah. And I had good rapport with the listing agent. And I was like, oh man, we might get this one in the bag. They tell me they didn't want to put an offer. I was like, why? And they said they felt like they would just be moving into somebody else's house. Okay. Well, that's a fair statement. Yeah. Speaking of owners being present, I had an owner present and he immediately stormed the door. He was very nice. Single guy had lived by himself for 20 years in the same house. And we felt that when we walked in <laughs> because there was nothing. It was original construction. He had built the house through uh, Toll Brothers and he had not done a thing to the house. I mean, almost literally had not done a thing to the house. It's since, amazing how complacent since. some people can get. And, I can fall into this sometimes uh, too. Uh, but, no, no, it gets it gets much better. So then he <laughs> told us about how he knew Steve uh, Jobs and Bill Gates, and he was out in California back in the eighties and nineties. And he went on and on and on. And my people were uh, very kind of cautious. They were very uh, hesitant home buyers. We, I took a lot of time with them. I looked with houses with them for almost a year and a half, which is like kind of unheard of in the last few years. And then he says, well, you have to come out back. And I was like, oh, oh for God's sake. Oh my God, the dude that was <laughs> present like, for my uh, showing said the same thing too. <laughs> you got to go back. And I'm like, you go first, sir. You know, like, I'm, like I have no idea what come I'm walking into. Come out to the into. slaughter. Although, oh, yeah, come out to the slaughter. But although we were in like a very dense like community. It was actually a river crest. And they'll never expect it. He goes, he's like, oh, he's like, just give me one moment. He goes into his pantry and he takes out a bunch of cookies. And I'm like, what are we doing? Fox. There was a fox den in his backyard. Fox. Fox. <laughs> Enunciate that. Word. Enunciate that. <laughs> Excuse my language. Don't bleep that out. That's not that's not so sweet. There was a fox den in the back and he starts feeding the That's incredible. But my people did not find it to be incredible. They found it to be creepy and they're like, well, wait. I have a son who's very small, and all she's thinking is that a fox is gonna come like grab him by the ankle and and drag them into the woods. Again, my people were a little more cautious. Listen, sometimes it can be awesome if an owner is there. I usually recommend them not being there. I'm all for the warm and squishy goodness of a seller making it feel homey, but a lot of times there's a limit and the buyer wants to feel like they have the ability to explore that property because it is a big decision. I have a strong stance on owners being in the home and I don't like it. You don't like it? Okay. Well, that's I fair. feel very uncomfortable. I feel like I'm tiptoeing. You can't, I mean, you shouldn't really like openly discuss too many like details as far as like your offers and whatever. Yep. And when you are going through a house, this is kind of getting off topic, but still important. When you are going through a house as a buyer, even always assume you're being recorded. Yeah. And if you don't know, like there's like cat cams or dog cams and baby cams. And some people do have security cams inside it's supposed to be disclosed if they know that they do but you know they don't always uh and you don't want to kind of like show your entire hand while you're in there yep. or say anything that would make them kind of be like 
Ooh, I didn't like those people. In the past few years, the other are the uh, the people who stay. They're not there to greet anybody. They're working from home, and they're like in one of the bedrooms, and like you have to like kind of peek in, and, like see the room, yeah. and they're like on. They've got like their headset on, and they're like it's just very unwelcoming. Yeah. So listen, if you're gonna sell your house and you work from home, that's something to consider. It's definitely doable, but it's something that where you know maybe you want to schedule showings at a certain time, and you want to go like you know take calls at a Starbucks for like a block of time. But let's let's talk about the holiday thing because I think that's really what people are looking to learn about. What is your stance on holiday decorations flat out? It was originally if there's a way for you to not then don't, but at the same time, you know, there there's kids that get excited about mm -hmm. like having it out and it is part of the season. I think that it takes a workaround. Okay. What's so your initial stance? My, mine is it. absolutely but minimized. So, I'm I think pretty much it's there. I think it's nice to do. I think it again, it makes it feel homey. A tree. No, I don't like that. I mean, listen, if you're if you're outright selling from Thanksgiving to Christmas and you have a tree, I don't think you're going to lose any ground. It's because it's like anything else with buyers. If it's confusing, it doesn't feel safe. If it makes sense, same thing with like stuff. Like if you have all your stuff piled up in your dining room table, buyers are going to come and say, well, why is it? What is going on? Like, do they not have enough storage? Do they not have like, storage or like, are they moving out? You it's know, like when I said there's a pod in the driveway and you're like, but that makes sense. They're moving. It, yeah, they're moving, you know. People and, be excited. And, That's like, cool. They're getting out. We can so, go in. And so a Christmas tree makes sense, you know. So I, I'm okay with it. But when it becomes like this overbearing, like they're trying to make this massive statement. The other thing is too, is what we're going to talk about is the pictures. That's what I was just going to say. Yeah. So there's also marketability and it, it could work in your favor for marketability in this time, yeah. but then come January, you're already dating your, your listing yeah. or say something happens where like, maybe, maybe you have a life event and you have to take it off market for like a short period of time or something. And then you have to go, you can go back on market, but then you have dated Christmas pictures in March. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. it's definitely a consideration. There again, there's a workaround. So I mean, as far as like the marketability for it, it's kind of like snow too. So, you know, if you are planning in advance enough of like knowing you're going to be listing your house like within the year or by the end of the year, maybe you get ahead of things and you know you're going to sell it, hire a photographer and get your picture like stage house and get your pictures done way in advance, like yeah. way before you even start decorating and then you can yeah. get your pictures done. Get it done, put your tree up, put your decorations up, and then that way you still have like green grass outside, bloomed trees, like you know your house better than anybody else. You know when it shows the best. Since we're doing this whole devil's advocate thing. <clears throat> what? <laughs> Don't get lippy. What's your thought on taking pictures in the summer and listing like late fall? Because people do that, but does it, wouldn't that date the house too? It's like this house that's got this beautiful, you know, greenery and everything like that, but then can look dated. If it's if it's gonna look, it can look out of place. I don't think that at all. You don't think that at all? Okay. No, uh, because you're just showing it at its best. Now, if you're listing it around the fall, and you know that you have a tree out front that turns red, it's absolutely beautiful. Actually, I don't even know if I agree with this either, because I think fall colors could date it too. Probably not enough, because by the time it would be dated, it would be like the so. Next I think summer, greenery. I, I don't disagree with you. I think greenery is good. I'm just trying all to be time. a dick. I'm trying to just. You're just trying to. You're just trying to be <laughs> argument. You're just trying to be you. No, I, I'm asking the question because I think it's it's a good one. I've had instances where they've at least asked me to come take pictures of the outside. First of all, people want to get it out of the way when the house looks really great, and then they prepare prepare the inside. But no, I think it's a good question to ask. It's people, also something I think is overlooked too. Well, I think also people 
it's a mental block. It's another one of those things that I can't sell over the holidays. I can't do this during the holidays because I've got all my decorations up. I don't want to offend anybody. You know, it's not going to look great. And there are workarounds. It, again, if it it's going to make sense. Like if you have a menorah out, like it makes sense during Hanukkah. Like it makes sense. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's as much of a problem with showings. Put it that way. Yeah. It's more so the marketability mm -hmm. when, and it all depends on your specific situation. So, like Monte Carlo and Donna, they knew. I need, I need, I need to be consulted before you come up with these fake names. You were. We have a, if you don't see what I'm pointing at, I have my laptop <laughs> sitting right here. We literally have a collaboration sheet that is in a shared drive that you have full access to at all times. You spelled, it, you spelled Monty like T Python or Monty. <laughs> I know. Yeah, not Monty Carlo. You know, Monte Carlo is not spelled that way, right? It is now. It is now. Doesn't matter. It's a name. I'm using. Let's make it a rule. A Nusky rule. <laughs> Got it. It's whatever I make it. So Monte Carlo and Donna, or what? We had a contract in Jersey with them, and I already had like set deadlines or dates that I had to adhere by to like mm -hmm. get under contract by and settle by and whatever. So in this specific instance, it didn't really matter if there were decorations in listing pictures because I couldn't have it on the market past December 30th. Sure. We had to get an offer accepted before then and it was still within the season. But I still can't believe you got it a whole month. I mean, for a house like that, it just was, it was a lot. The go, go Tish. And then go me, we got it under contract in two days. Well, no, I know, but I'm just saying, I mean, a month, I mean, for that house, three days. Uh, three days, I mean, but a month is a lot of time. I mean. There's also supposed to be another week until we started showings too. So we still needed to get the house prepared. Got so it. they okay. were giving us, they knew it was Oh, they, they the needed to get yet. it prep. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So they accepted it knowing that we still needed to get it ready, get it cleared out and. Uh, get the pod. Get, get it the decorated. Pod. I'll tell you what though, man, talk about, they move fast yeah and that motivated turned around and turned out beautiful and super i mean it's a beautiful house anyway but it it had a really quick turnaround under, time. they un, got it done under your guidance of course you of could course. take a lap yes you okay. could take a Thank take you. a victory lap i appreciate that yes yeah. i gave some i gave the guidance but yeah. i will i will never discredit sellers putting in the heavy lifting now oh i know it's 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 the not, house prepared not and they easy. did a great job doing that if so. you even if you keep a good home like there's still stuff <laughs> that you you should do you know and we'll talk about that in a, in a different pocket and we'll go through a checklist of how to mm -hmm. like truly get everything ready i think that this is a good conversation to have i think both for realtors and for uh, consumers i think that probably a lot of our clients aren't thinking about that as much there are certainly houses i walk into and it's like, good lord, it looks like a like a Christmas shop, you know. My but <laughs> that's your house. Yeah, no, I know. I, I garland I, lit up garland on every door frame. <laughs> yeah, and we we've had we've had some Zoom calls where I'm like, yeah, it, it looks like a. You it's know, like, do you it, like it? Yeah, it looks like a, you know Santa's workshop back over there. <laughs> and then it looks naked and bare come like January. But I think it's also good for realtors because I, I think that sometimes they go back and forth about like, hey, like, can we do this or can we do that? Uh, and it definitely can be done. And I think that it shouldn't stop anyone from selling. I, I think right think now it's not as much of a issue because of how quickly things are selling in the market. And it's not like things are going to be dragging out. If you're listing in the beginning of December, chances yeah. are like you're going to be under contract by the end of December at least. Yeah. So, so long as you don't have any problems with your listing forever being on the internet and yeah. having it be, you know, holiday themed then eh, whatever i i also think it is a good strategic time to perhaps get something out in front with because there's a lot still a lot of demand out there I, I think it's a good strategic time to get 
your house up on the market and kind of sneak in before the spring market. I think you can do it now, it's December, or you can do it in January. But you know, I had this conversation with somebody and he's like, well, what do you think? I said, well, your house is gonna sell or still, and he's in a desirable area. I said, you can be sitting side by side with a bunch of other people, or mm-hmm. you know, you can be the like the the thing that the pops into the portal. Object, yeah, yeah, the one thing that pops into the portal, and, you know, and there then you aren't get people. Many right now. There yeah, are not. Yeah. And it's a very very tight market here in in December in Philadelphia. But you know what? I just think not enough people have called Jenna Nusky. Not enough people have gotten <laughs> not enough people have gotten your wizardry in listing homes during the holidays. And I think that's really the problem. You yeah. should call the National Association of Realtor and call it the Nusky effect has taken oh over in Philly. Gosh, geez, my head. I don't know if it's gonna be able to fit in this room. <laughs> well, also, I don't think there's like any time to like not sell your house. Like you're on your own timeline. Yeah. If you have flexibility to kind of like wait. You figure out what time is going to be the best for you after you consult with your agent. You make it work. Every situation is different. Every change needs to be customized to what needs to work best for you yep. and also appeal to the masses to increase your chances of getting what you need. I would agree. And there's ways. So go back to even like how you show your house. So, you know, part of making it warm and inviting is also through like your senses and like what you can smell. Oh, and- man. You remember um, Ned and Eleanor, Eleanor, you remember how I said when I walked in there and I told it was like the first thing I said is like a lot of air fresheners. So there's a lot of air fresheners in this house. There's a difference between it smelling like you're trying to hide something they, and actually smelling inviting. And so I think they had a couple of dogs in there and that was what they were trying to hide. But we could still smell it. Yeah. But that is something where if it smells too good to be true, a lot of times it is. I don't is. think that even categorizes too good to be true. I think it's categorizes as hmm. What are you hiding? Well, no, no, that's that's what I mean. You know, so you walk in and I I think I on that first floor, I mean you were in that house. I yeah. think I counted like seven air fresheners and, and it was not a big house. It was probably or the first floor was probably about eight hundred square feet. I'm talking about, you know, it's holiday. Make your house smell like grandma just made some cookies. Oh, and, you're talking about like uh yeah, well, like, like, Chris, you know, like Christmas pine, Fraser fur. Wax warmers yeah, and okay. you know, there's that whole um, I am no Martha Stewart by any stretch of the imagination. Sounds like you're, but it sounds like you got some game. You know, I'm talking about up. the people who like, you know, some concoction potion of like orange peels on the oh, stove no, or in no. the oven and apples and. Oh, and like baking in the oven. I had something or other. Yeah. I don't know. That, that's a little more outside of my. That's like me trying to keep a plan alive. That's. Don't, could, don't leave you, me responsible. You could keep this alive. Although, although we have killed this, this cactus. We who? This was a present. My wife and I, we've killed it. Short tangent. So Seth just had his <laughs> appendix removed as like an emergency surgery and just didn't yeah. tell anybody and was like, oh, it's no big deal. Be back. And was talking to us like, while he's in the hospital. Yeah. And we were like, oh, cool. Your appendix almost just like blew up and killed you. Yeah. Like, all right. <laughs> Casual. So me and uh, two other people on our team, I said, well, instead of flowers, let's get him a cactus. And then wrote him a card that said, Here's a cactus. This is hard to kill too. <laughs> yeah, glad you didn't die. That's <laughs> yeah, what you guys like that. told. That's what well, you guys I'm glad said. you didn't die. And that this was, is hard to kill too. That, that was very touching. I, I was, I was, I was very touched by that. I, I, I literally laughed out loud when I got that. It was great. <laughs> so feel free to put a cactus out for decoration as well. Greenery is good. Good smelly candles. Yeah, well, maybe not candles. Don't bring your house down. Good when you're not in the house, but. Um, like wax melts, but make it smell like the holiday season. People love smelling that. I'm I'm more of a like fresh balsam kind of gal myself. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not a candle person. I'm not I'm not a smelly smell person. I th- I'm not trying to create Santa's workshop. I just want to create a little bit of fanfare around Christmas, but not make it like a you know an overwhelming 
Well, you're giving me a look like I'm freaking crazy. You don't like the smell of candles. You don't like the I just smell don't like... of the holiday season. Rouge. <laughs> freaking out of a freaking it's Santa so, mug. You need to get that revoked. It's so funny because that's exactly what my wife says. I'm a, I'm a Scrooge. I love me a I good know, candle man. or a good wax warmer. No, I feel like because I feel like you run the risk of a Seth coming through the door and be like, what are they covering up? When we were out last Saturday mm-hmm. and there was that house, that split level. Yeah, that didn't smell. No. And that, I thought that, I walked in. A, okay. No, it smelled fine. No, it smelled fine where I didn't notice. And that's good. Like it didn't smell like one way or the other. No, I walked in and I said, oh, I guess it's like one of those. Oh, this shows well. I didn't get like a Christmas spirit out of that place. I didn't say it was a Christmas spirit. I said just well, like a nice aroma when you. Well, came. that's fine. That's universal. That's 365 days a year. Mm-hmm. That's fine. I'm saying like the Fraser fir candle that's like that's just keeps burning and burning in the house all day for showings. Like it sometimes can be like, mm, what are they hiding? You like look at the candle, then you look at the crate, the dog crate in the corner, and I'm like, I'm putting two and two together. That's all I'm saying. I think it's a I little. I love me a good few candles. I okay. would have red flags if there's like Febreze plugins like okay. all over the place and whatnot. But okay, so that's where Seth and Jen stand on a difference of. That's right. Good no, that's what this is all about. We talk through our problems here. We talk I'm through our issues. I'm gonna get you a candle for Christmas. And I'm you get me sure a candle, it's and it's gonna be. Candle. You give me. I got. I got Christmas candles in the in the next. It'll room be like here. Santa's fart candle. <laughs> That's right. All right. Well, let's wrap this up. We've covered well, this pretty well. What's that? So, what do people do? I think we didn't even answer the question that we are even talking about. Is can you decorate your house for the holidays when you're listing? I think in short, it's yes, you can. All depends on what you want it to look like in the long term, and mm-hmm. if it's going to carry over into the next season. So if you think it's going to carry over into the spring or even just like late winter, get pictures before you decorate yeah. and then put your decorations up, show it with them. But yes, keep it minimal. So like I went in the house, there are decorations up. Just take some of them down. Anything that's too loud and distracting. Like a candle. In what world does a candle <laughs> scream loud and distracting? I mean, distracting. like a giant like Christmas decoration. Yeah, or you, like you mean like a, like a like singing big, Santa? Maybe take down Jack Skellington in a Santa hat off of your front lawn. Anything that's just like kind of like big and chunky. What about like a big wreath across the garage door? Do you just want to go down an entire laundry list of like every single decoration that you could ever possibly have? I'm asking because people like that to put that on the outside of the house. I mean, is it is You it said a wreath much? on a garage door? Yeah. Like hanging on the garage. How does about he... over the garage? Like the light like when the in the, the gable end. Is for okay? showings, I would say, sure, why not? For okay. listing photos, I would personally myself go take that down and then go put it back up for you. Maybe we should have Annie come and like ask us questions and we go like, yeah or nay. You know, certain <laughs> yeah. things. Fine. Done. Done. Because, yeah, apparently we have very different opinions on this. That's right. But yeah, so yes, you can. I would encourage you to try to get pictures before you put them up. If it's inevitable, no mm-hmm. problem. You still can. Just keep it to a minimum. Put your tree up, make it cute. That's my take on it. Yeah, I I agree. Listen, the way I would, uh, I'd make two points. Can you sell your house over the holidays? Yes. Yeah. And who should you call? Ghostbusters. Your trusty realtor. Yes. To walk you through and talk you through the pros and cons and come out. There is a strategy to it. You do need to come up with one. It's doable. Just like anything else. Timing. Timing is important too. As far as just kind of like when do you, when do you put it on? Schedules of others, you know. Like anything else, if if everybody could do it, everybody would. That's right. <laughs> but we do it correctly and the right way. Yeah. And also, I just want to take a sidebar and thank everyone for the support. Uh, we have gotten so much good feedback about this. I yeah. think we're I think we're on a roll here. 
Yeah. And uh, we were getting lots of suggestions for episodes. We've had some people who wanted to come on. We've had a lot of people rate and uh, subscribe. Keep made, rating, keep subscribing, and keep we, reviewing. And we have made some friends on Instagram. People have uh, DM'd us and said, hey. From other states. From other states and said, you know, like, where has this been my entire life? So YouTube analytics is great, by the way. Yeah. The other ones are pretty vague. Like, thank you. Keep listening on, like, Apple's podcast. I, it doesn't have as much, like... Broke, broken down analytics as the YouTube one does. And I get very like analytically focused yes. and love the, I love those kinds of things. I'm going through it and we're in different countries. Yeah. It makes sense when you look at the analytics, why they ask you all those questions when you sign up for an account, because it's not, they're and not, now I'm not really against it because I really like knowing these things. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Thanks so, for a very dom- male dominant viewing audience. Yeah. Too, yeah. Which is shocking. Yeah. I mean, listen, I think the momentum is good. We're going to, we're going to charge through and bust into 2024. And we got all kinds of fun stuff to talk about. And I also want to say thanks for hanging with us through the learning curve. Both of us are learning as we go. This mm-hmm. is, I mean, this I know is that- not our full time job. No, it's not. <laughs> we, have, we have made this a second full-time job. Like we now yes. have like multiple full-time jobs. We appreciate you hanging in there. And we're yeah. only going to get better. <laughs> and if anybody has anything they want to say to us, you can go to at Millennia Podcast on Instagram. And that's where I surprisingly most people are communicating with us. And uh, it's great. And, and we both monitor it all day because that's basically we live on social media with our our friends and family and uh, so anything you guys want us to he- talk about or if you just want to ask us an individual question that's what we're here for yeah all right guys we'll see you later go team bye <laughs>